1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant. And the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might yet win it here for Wolves. Blasting the shot. What a goal! Bully's the hero again. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory at the top of what it created all those years ago. This is the 77 Club. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. In 1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant. And the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might yet win it here for Wolves. Blasting the shot. What a goal! Bully's the hero again. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory at the top of what it created all those years ago. This is the 77 Club. Hello and welcome to episode 140 of the 77 Club. Harry, start with the socials. The Wall 77 Club on Facebook and Instagram, at 77 Club Podcast on Twitter, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify. Please subscribe and tell a friend. Dan Bayliss is here. Hello, Wolves fans. And Jack Williams. Hello, everybody. Uh, now I'm going to level with you. I was out house hunting, actually, for this game. And by all accounts, I'm glad I missed it, Harry. Which game? You're about Crystal Palace, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, well off the back of Chelsea and the really good draw we was optimistic going into it wasn't we we knew William Jose would get his start we played five at the back again and I was expecting a solid performance but us to actually score goals this time it come up on the expected goal ratio at half time a zero for Wolves so that tells you the story <laughs> of that but a terrible performance second half lost obviously could have been more because they smashed one off the bar but a really really bad performance and as you can imagine absolute down in the dumps social media in turmoil but it's weird doing this podcast today because 
as we know, we had a good result after that, but at the time it was absolutely horrendous. Danny was pretty much meltdown. I was reading sort of some of the messages on the group at the time, and uh, it's safe to say, and it's a the theme of the season, you weren't happy. No, we did have a chance in all fairness, but still it was just so poor. Defensively terrible. Um, I mean, there's no point us really dwelling on it. I think, given what happened against Arsenal, we sort of might have turned a corner, but it was some of the worst we've played. Palace opened us up a few times. I think we've seen it again, where we just get destroyed down either side of the pitch. It just keeps happening week after week after week. Jack, it was a strange lineup, wasn't it? Because there was no place for Ruben Neves, who it did transpire his wife over in Portugal gave birth to their third child, but you know, he wasn't there, he wasn't going to go, so he may as well have played, hasn't he? Because you've got Matinho and Den Donker in the middle, Semedo starting a left wing back, Hoover the other side, no room for Traore either. No, I think it was, you mentioned the midfield then, the midfield was just non-existent, wasn't it, and was rightly criticised. I think it was probably Den Donker's worst game for us. I know a lot of people have also been singling out Matinho, but Den Donker was really, really poor by his usually decent standards. The thing is, it was just after getting a point and a clean sheet at Stamford Bridge, which was you know, a positive result, which I said on the podcast last week, I think that can turn our season around. And then to go and just misfire completely at the weekend against a Palace team that we've beaten twice already this season. And in those games, I thought that they're one of the worst teams in the league, Crystal Palace, if I'm being brutally honest. To go there and be turned over by, by them, we've created very little in the manner that we did was, you know, it was just a very poor round performance, really. I know we had a couple of half chances, but it was it was very, very disappointing. And again, it is it is always weird when you're trying to review two games at the same time because I was looking at the fixture list thinking, after that, I can't see where our next win's coming from. Well, and... <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was Arsenal. Well, let's talk about Arsenal and Harry because I think it's probably the one that everybody wants to talk about. A, a little bit of a shake-up, but I think everybody was pretty much in the same... Uh, thinking when the team sheet came out for that one, it's just like what is going on? Just cannot make sense of it. Uh, it was another one of like the classic, the admin putting it as five at the back, and everyone's like, "Is it? Isn't it?" And then <clears throat> I was surprised that Kilman was left back, and obviously Den Donker got dropped. Jack mentioned he wasn't very good against Palace, so that was probably justified. But also Martinez wasn't either, so I wouldn't have done that myself personally. But credit to Nuno because we know Martinez ended up scoring an absolute screamer. But Kilman left back. Got absolutely annihilated in the first twenty minutes or so. They they first twenty seconds off Arsenal. To be fair, he struggled big time. <laughs> yeah, first twenty seconds. But uh, attack it going forward. The the, the lineup. I really like that. That's you know, as you were really, wasn't it? Like what you expect to be there. But yeah, defensively with four at the back, which shocked me by the way, was an absolute like car crash in the first half. It was so bad. Bayless four at the back. We weren't sure really what to expect of it. Semedo coming into that right-hand berth, does that show that he, he's not quite favoured in that left-back berth because Kilman was there? No, it just shows that he's absolutely shit. That's it. <laughs> I've been proven right time and time again. Every single time I get told, no, you're wrong, you're wrong, no, no, you've got something against him. <laughs> I'm just correct. I'm just right. I've been right for weeks. I'm right again after this game. And I've summed it up. I've worked out what it is. And it's the same with a lot of Wolves one players. Question, it's Bates. not just Samedo. John, can I ask one question? You can ask a question, yeah, go on. Apart from the horrendous mistake he made for the Arsenal goal, do you think he had a good game after that? Right, I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. So, this <laughs> is how I'm summing up Wolves at the moment, and especially Smedo. Smedo is a prime example of this. When we're up against it, 
and we need players to get stuck in and we need them to show their worth and we need them to show some quality, they all fucking disappear. Samedo's the prime example. <laughs> when it's going hard and when we've got to work for it, he's fucking nowhere. When it's good and we're on the ascendancy and Wolves have got the ball and we're attacking and pressing all over them, creating chances, brilliant. Great player. Fantastic to have. Confidence is up. But when you really need a player like that, when you really need a top quality footballer of his calibre, he's fucking nowhere. He's disappeared. There's no point in even being on the pitch. And now we've seen it and it's been proven and I'm right. He is used to playing superstar football at Barcelona where they're in the attack and on the ascendancy for 99.9% of the games he plays and time he's on the pitch. But when we need him here and now at Wolves, when we've been in the shit, he's nowhere. He's a waste of fucking time. Now, after he had the absolute debacle and we came out second half and gave it a bit, hell of a lot better. Wonder why? Because we can play, we've got the ball, we're passing it, we're creating chances, he can do what he wants. Brilliant. But it's no good having him then. I've got nine men. It's no yeah, good having nice. him then. That's not when we've needed him. But no, right. Jack, I'm completely Jack, right. Jack, Jack, Jack you I'm, look a little bit triggered there, but uh, you, I, can you, can you no, argue not, with that? I'm obviously triggered. I mean, I've watched... Let's let's just get off Samedo for a second. Let's just go back. How we weren't three or four nil down at half-time in that game, <laughs> I don't know. So hmm. the four at the back was a joke. We were getting ripped apart. It shows how it's just a, a real funny game football and it really can just you know turn on the toss of a coin with the way it panned out at the very end of that that first half but we got ripped apart and Arsenal it's one of those games where somehow we've got on to win that but if you just said told me after 44 minutes we were going to go win that game I'd have said you were mad because we were getting absolutely battered and Kilman at left back absolutely not never want to see it again it should have been changed at half time I think or just even halfway through the first half when they just kept getting in um, I'd rather have seen Samedo on the other side and play Hoover uh, but then there's no excuse for Samedo for their goal I know they'd had numerous chances and we'd been saved by VAR and they'd had you know hit the woodwork but for their goal you watch it back and Samedo has the ball and he has a chance to clear it and he kicks it up in the air it goes back to him he has another chance to clear it messes it up he has another chance to clear it again just as the player is approaching the box and he ends up on his arse granted then Neves gets done as well but he's had three different attempts to to stop that happening and he screwed up all of them the first one was just by a fluff up in the air it's like it's like nearly on the halfway line and it's just what are you doing and he has it comes back to him he has another chance to rectify it and just ends up giving it to one of their players so yeah it was shocking I'm not going to overreact and say that he's the worst player ever and that Bayliss is right or anything because yeah wow. he had a very dodgy moment but you know he's been his performance has been alright lately he's been improved definitely but Pick up on something Harry said there. And I think it was the question to Bayliss where he said, apart from the horrific mistake he made for their goal, what did he do wrong? And I just want to know which player you'd also afford that luxury of saying, apart from the horrific mistake they made for their goal, no, you how get good it. was it? You can't do it. When you're under the cough like that, I think Kilman got destroyed as well. But Samedo's done it consistently. I think before the goal, he did a couple of things where he gave the ball away needlessly and did a couple of other daft things but when we had the ball and we're allowed to play football he's a lot better but we don't need that I use the analogy in another group with some mates of cricket because it's what I know as well of if well, you're a, no. if you're a bat if you're, if you're a batsman and you score 100 runs when you're 400 for two it doesn't really matter it's a nice to have you need a batsman that goes in when you're 50 for five and then scores 100 and Wolves haven't got anyone like that. We haven't got anyone that can go and get stuck in when you're really up against it. Bolly, three. <laughs> Bolly does it well. 
Cody does it some of the times, but he's due a mistake. But I think the other defenders that we've got in the squad at the moment just haven't got the grit to go and do it when it's really, really needed. We did it against Chelsea quite well, in all fairness to us. We did do it against Chelsea quite now, well. But that's a one-off in a bad run. But still, all, saying, this, but all these negatives aside, I don't, to to get stuck on, I don't want to get stuck on the negatives because I think it was one piece of not luck because it was genuine. They didn't score and we got an opportunity and we would have scored if, if he hadn't been brought down. So I don't want to keep looking at the negatives, but they have got to be addressed. And Wolves are going to have more bad runs. It isn't going to end. We weren't some spectacular turnaround against Arsenal, were we? Just went our way, which is what we needed. Do you agree with that, Harry? It's the result that's the most important thing from last night, isn't it? Because we just needed to win. Yeah, we've... Look, the, f- the first half, it, uh, we, we, we're right to be a bit negative about the first half defensive, but we've got to be positive. We have won. We have turned it round. Yes, Arsenal self-imploded and the goalkeeper did a Superman punch. David Luiz was clumsy and got sent off too. But we won the game. We probably should have won by more goals, but you've got to be happy. Neves was brilliant, took his penalty well. He was all over the park. Uh, William Jose, really, really good. Neto, amazing again. Even Matinho. I wanted Matinho dropped out of this team. And he scored that absolute wonder strike. And you've seen the passion in his celebration. It's so good to see. And I'm glad he scored it because I want him to be like he was a year or so ago or a few years ago when he was really good and our main man. But I'm glad we won. I'm glad we've turned it around. And I'm just really buzzing. So let's get a bit more positive about the result instead of let's try not to slate it too much. I want to be really, really positive, And I'm going to be when we talk about how we turned it around. I just think we can't. you can't put on your rose-tinted specs and not I... talk about how we got battered for 44 minutes. Yeah, the thing that worried me is I was really upbeat because Nuno, in his in his pre-press conference, he said he sat down with the players, probably talked about what was going wrong, talked about what how they want to play and what formation they want to play, and the decision of decision of that was obviously yeah we want to play four at the back, and then he's all smiles and like now it's time for actions and we get absolutely raped for forty four minutes. <laughs> That's what happened, and we 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 can't overlook that because it's it was worrying. Granted, then we got a massive well. Was it a slice of luck? I think no. it, the the goal good pass from Pedence, wasn't it? I think that it was a good I think he would have scored it would have been one one and a half time. If Louise hadn't clipped him and got sent off, it would have been one one half time. Arsenal would have probably still gone on to win the game if it had continued in the same fashion. But um mm. I mean we can talk about the sending off really. I think there was well, there was two instances, wasn't there? We, we've talked about it before, and we Jack, and I think you pointed out the double jeopardy thing, and it's exactly what happened to Arsenal, wasn't it? And but it's the rules. It's one of those things. It's, it's, it's what the rule is, isn't it? The law, the law is an ass, and it, it probably does need changing. I think it's a bit. It was a bit harsh, and if it was been, uh, uh, you know, on Wolves have been on the wrong side of that. When granted, yeah, he's clipped him. He's denied a goal scoring opportunity. It's definitely, definitely a penalty. Is a red card a bit harsh in that situation? You saw it with the Southampton yeah, game as well. A similar so. thing happened, and when it's when they say if you you know you're trying to reach for the ball and you absolutely clatter him, you'd only get a yellow. But then, if you accidentally trip him when you're running back, then it's red. It's a, it's a difficult one. But I mean, they did apply the rule correctly. I mean, yeah. with Leno for the second one, God knows what's going on there. But um, yeah. <laughs> Jack, I just think if he, if he hadn't, if it had just been a yellow card, any time a player gets a run on you, you just bring him down, just get him down. Doesn't matter if you try and he go for the clipped. ball. It was weird, wasn't it? Because he like clipped him accidentally. It's looked like whether he knew. Yeah, what did he know? What he was doing? I don't think he did. Look at the replays. He was just running back. He clipped his foot. Yeah, but uh, look at the handballs. They're accidents. Kilman didn't mean to punch the ball. Did yeah, he? yeah. That's that was a penalty. It was a weird rule. Because you know I mean? I'll be honest, I had no idea that was the rule. When the 
was it Walton again at half time for BT Sport? Yeah. 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 When he explained that if you do it accidentally and you're not actually going for the ball, the double jeopardy don't count then and it is a red. I didn't know that rule. So when I first saw it, I was like, oof, you know, pretty harsh there. It's one of those that was designed but, that if a player breaks through and someone just takes his heels, then he gets sent off. Yeah. yeah. But obviously it's then it worked closer to the goal. I mean, if he hadn't have touched him, he'd have stayed up and slotted it, wouldn't he? Like, it's something that he's that. done before, isn't it, David Luiz? He's just a walking accident and it's just a <laughs> calamity sideshow Bob isn't he treading on rakes that's all it reminded me of is that he, he was just nowhere near the ball was he? you may as well just let him have the have the shot Arsenal fans were kicking oh, yeah. off about that though well they didn't think there was contact did they they're, they're saying that his reputation preceded him and that's why he got sent off because he's known as being a calamity that does these sort of things I mean yeah. VAR checked it and I mean it's definitely I think we can all agree it's a penalty I don't definitely think even Arsenal fans are disputing it's not yeah. a penalty because even though there's minor contact if you're just about to slot the ball home and someone takes your the leg you're shooting with you you know it's that's a foul isn't it so um, I think Arsenal appealed that penalty by the way the red card sorry I think they've appealed it I, think I don't think it's the game because it because it doesn't take into mm. account accidents in in the in the letter of the law does it in those circumstances the other big so, problem is is that mm. every Premier League football player tries to go down at the first opportunity so it, it, it's daft to not have it in yeah. there what, what did you think of just changing games did you see the Martial one on Southampton he looked for I it didn't. so much but it probably is a pen it's, it was a similar thing and again I, I, don't, I don't really like it and he was definitely looking for the for the penalty in that situation and contact was minimal he planted his leg looking for it but uh, Martial wasn't it I think and yeah, I mean, they're ones that if they go against you, you're going to feel really hard done by. But by the letter of the law, they're probably correct. And the thing is, David Luiz in that situation, just let us score. You're probably going to win 4-1 Arsenal where they were playing. <laughs> and on, on that, he's turned the game and, and it's you know changed it and lost the game. Uh, even though I was worried for the last 10 minutes when we were playing against nine men, which is shocking. But we just, <laughs> we, just, we just needed to get over the line, didn't we? Because we're team low on confidence. We just needed a bit of luck to hopefully turn our season around and finally get a win and build on that hopefully we can do that now until we obviously go and get, get battered by Leicester and Southampton next week the other thing that we haven't said is that <laughs> David Luiz can't consider himself unlucky and Arsenal fans can't consider what happened unlucky Luiz got completely the wrong side of his man and had to try and catch up with someone that was through on goal like any contact there you're in big trouble like you can't say oh it's an accident and David Luiz doesn't deserve it He's he's got himself in a terrible position to try and defend that ball and then took the yeah. bloke down they can say they're unlucky with the fact that they hit the bar they had one ruled out for VAR yeah, and should fine. have been 4-0 up by the time we even had a shot but, <laughs> but that's football if you don't that's, score that is football yeah. Yeah, that's a good point yeah I mean it's that, and they've been they've not taken it very well have they on Twitter or the Arsenal fan team oh it's been no. brilliant <laughs> <laughs> Harry how important was this game for Moutinho and Neves because obviously Neves coming back into the side he hadn't played Moutinho easily maybe even his worst run of form through his career, both scoring and Moutinho scoring an absolute Bobby Dazzler, a steam rat. Yeah, steam rat. That was huge for both of them because they, we know they really struggle to play with each other, don't they? So that's why I was surprised to see them together. But fair play to both of them. Like you said, they got their goals. They're both contenders for the man of the match, in my opinion. But I'm more happy for Moutinho because although Neves has, has, has had his dodgy spells, he has performed quite well in parts this season. But Moutinho has been really struggling. So to see him stonk one in like that, how many goals he scored for Wolves? You can count on one hand, can't you? Not so Prince to ping one out like that was just so good to see. And like I said a minute ago, I loved his celebration. And 
I hope his legs aren't going because he's like a Wolves legend in my eyes. So I, I hope he can uh, get confidence from this and push on. But we'll see. Let's hope he can do it. He's 34 though, isn't he? I mean, you're expecting his legs to go at some point and it probably is going to be around now, isn't it? It's just who do you replace him with and how do you do it? Obviously, Virginia came on. I thought he was all right when he came on. Obviously, it's a little bit easier when Good you've only seen him against yeah. Chorley yeah. and against nine men with Arsenal, but still, it's minutes under the belt, isn't it? I thought the Vitinha was mm. very good. I like Vitinha. Out of the youngsters that Tro- have currently come through, out of Silva, Aitnori, Hoover and Vitinha, the one that I see playing consistent first-team football soonest is Vitinha. Which mm. means he will be sold yeah. in the summer now really and good. never be heard of again. <laughs> well, we, don't, we don't own him, do we? He's at the unload, I think. No, but a 20 million uh, option, isn't it? If we want to buy him, we can buy him for 20 million. I thought Traore was much better as well because he's, he's had a yeah. bit of criticism. He, he looks a, a little bit more Everyone going forward, did it? It's just defensively, wasn't it? Yeah, but it was only in that second half because we had the advantage and the ascendancy. Yeah, I'd... nine men, yeah. <laughs> Keep forgetting about that. <laughs> I mean, you can't. Help, you can't. We scored the goal when they had 10, and 10 isn't, you know, Yeah. But still. Yeah. I'm just gutted for my corners bet. Couldn't believe it. 175 what, to 1. What's that stat, Sam? Oh yeah, I've You've got a great stat. You've reminded me about your bet. Got, got a, oh, the 49 and 15. Come on, the... mate, let's tell the people. Yeah, I've got to give credit to uh, Chris Webster, fan of the show, Charlton Athletic fan. Um, Wolves scored their first goal later than they scored their second goal. The first Love goal that. was That's scored in the 50th really minute. The second goal was scored in the 49th. Stats. Wow. Time travel. Don't tell yeah. Arsenal fan TV that. They'll be all Illuminati on us again. Wake oh, up, America. Back to the future. Ty will have his <laughs> third eye open. <laughs> oh, I hope not. <clears throat> Get demonetized. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's uh, let's move on to uh, Leicester at home. Hi, I'm Matt Murray. You're listening to the 77 Club. 77 Club for life, yo. So obviously, big game. Always a good game against Leicester. Jack, I'll start with you because you said it's always tight against Leicester. Do you think that's going to be the case this time around? Well, yeah, I'm thinking back to the recent results, and I know we lost 1-0, but they used to, yeah, there tends to be like one goal in it, doesn't there? There's a few 1-1s flying about last season. Obviously, the game that sticks in everyone's memory is that 4-3, but again, just one goal in it. So, uh, yeah, I don't know with this one, because obviously they're having a great season, and it's quite annoying because Leicester was it's kind of like the team that I thought we we should be on par with competing with at the start of the season I thought you know Leicester looked decent again we're going to be probably fighting for the same position and we've kind of gone the opposite way really and there's a few surprise packages higher up the league than us but but I do think still on our day we'll give them a game and they know that we're a, we're a tough team I just it just depends on how we react if we do the same as we did last week and we go into after getting a result midweek we go into the weekend and just don't perform again I'll be really really disappointed because we got two games against Southampton after that and they've got injury trouble, suspensions, everything flying about. So I just want to go on a little run here and I want to put in a performance that we know we can and just, just get a result, really. They're a good team. I won't be too upset if we draw this, but let's not just turn over and go back to not having a shot. The one real positive for me, actually, even against Palace, is I think William Jose because he looks like he can score. Yeah. He looks yeah. like he can yeah. switch the play and hold up the ball. And that's hopefully going to make a real difference if we can give him some service. He's had a few chances, hasn't he? Let's be honest, a few chances where he'd probably be thinking he should have scored, particularly mm-hmm. when he got taken out for the penalty when he was going to slot it home. He'd probably be really, really wanting a goal. So I'd like a good performance to build on. I don't know if I want us to play four at the back. I don't want Kilman to play left back, definitely. <laughs> um, Who plays there, though? That's the question. 
Oh, I don't know, man. It's Martial's Martial's made of twiglets, isn't he? So that's <laughs> that's a waste of time. So um, for a few weeks, any Nuno said. I, I would honestly, I think the be- the best thing to do is play Samedo there and play an actual right back at right back. At least then you've got an experienced player. Can't be any worse, can side. it? <laughs> well, we can't. I think it can, Dan. That's the thing. I, think I can't. I don't can. think it can. Kilman got absolutely well, destroyed, so, and as did. It's only the odd goal that's letting Wolf down at what? the moment, isn't it? It's not like we're getting battered. What happens if Samedo gets injured? Thank God. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Thank oh, God, because no, we're left. We're left with no. No, I'm joking. I am joking. And how far off's Johnny? Uh, Oh, I, th- I think uh, we were pinning our hopes on Johnny. God, Johnny's third eyes. What's the matter with you? Uh, no, Johnny. It's um, Valentine's Day soon. That's <laughs> Where so did I true. see this? Best of luck with that. Apparently, Johnny <laughs> went to see a, a, a surgeon or something, and apparently, I think it's like good news. So he's just hey, everybody. Oh, <laughs> mate, even <laughs> even if he's seventy percent fit, he could start on Suns. <laughs> yeah, it's put him in there with his bad leg. <laughs> Definitely. Now, but it's weird with Leicester because they're fourth, aren't they? And you forget that sometimes. Like when you go into the Arsenal game, just because of historically Arsenal have been pretty good you're like oh we're never going to win this but then Leicester now we're like way better than Arsenal so we're going into this and I'm worried we we, we like had a dwindled crap performance at the away game didn't we when we lost to them that was really poor I'd just hope um, I don't know what I'd do because they play obviously like a 4-2-3-1 we probably should go five at the back I think because they're gonna, they're, they're good going forward. Maybe do our classic counter I don't know man because we're thinking Tomato and goals. Hoover that, 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 well, yeah. they'll, they'll be watching that 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 first half in preparation for this game, they'll, they'll, they'll watch that game and they'll be thinking, "Bloody hell! If these lot play four at the back and you're playing a centre back with no pace at left back, then just do what Arsenal did and everything goes down that side. Long ball every time yeah. over the top. And yeah, but Jack, they'll be shit themselves if they get someone sent off. The only yeah. positive is though is they've got no Vardy, have they? I think Vardy's still out injured, but yeah, I think he is. Obviously, they've got Madison and all that. But if Vardy was playing, saying that Vardy never really does anything against us, does he? Bayless, it shows how tight the league is this year because as as brilliant Leicester are doing beat Leicester you're within 10 points of them 10? 10 points is quite a lot it's shocking isn't it I don't think it's I don't think it is what three wins and a draw it's a lot of points in the grand scheme of things if you said if you said how much better fourth place was to where we are now you would have thought it would be more than 13 points Actually, just sorry, jumping in there. Somebody said on Twitter, if we win our next three games, we'll have the same amount of points as we did last season after the same amount of games. Which wow, is it was really? just mad, really. Yeah, Some, somebody did yeah, say so that. It, I, well, I haven't fact-checked that it. Would re- like, that would require us to go on a run of four wins in a row. Well, smashed it, though, yeah. didn't we? Smashed Arsenal. <laughs> yeah. This is the thing smashed we did. Smashed nine-man Arsenal. It's great. And but it, just loads show, of it just shows how close it is. I think but. also one thing we have to point out tonight is uh, the petition that's doing the rounds for Sam Allardyce to be sacked. Not saying anything else on it yet, because I still think we will have the last <laughs> laugh, but I'm not going to gloat. I'm not going to gloat yet. Um, but Bayliss, what's your starting eleven looking like? Oh, I haven't thought about that. You should have put that in the WhatsApp group beforehand. I'd have had a think. Um, for you starting eleven for four Leicester? Or five, Bayliss. It's a big question. Uh, uh... I don't know. There aren't that we, many positions. We got opened up like Christmas morning for 45 minutes. So we've got to go with five, I think. Matinho, does he keep his place? He's probably yeah, on the back the of that. Game. On the back of that, I think he does. See, I'd drop him. Because I still don't think... I don't think getting a shot on... Target, look, look, don't get me wrong. He's a brilliant goal. But I just don't think he fits in. I thought he had a good game moment. otherwise. His, his form thought, is not yeah. good enough. I thought he controlled it well. The other thing I noticed is Neves got higher. Well with against nine men, yeah. Neves got a bit higher in the second half and dictated yeah. play. I still think Dan Dunker and Neves are the two, aren't they? I agree. I f- I'd say yeah. that. But I agree. 
Yeah, um, I don't know. The only thing I want to happen this week is that Pedence and Neto cross three million balls into Jose to try and head at training. Because that's what they I need mean, to do. I mean, so much better, doesn't he? I, I, I was going to say silver. that... that um, well, yeah, he's better than Silver, but one player who's disappointed me, I know he's probably coming back from injury, is Podence. I don't think he's performed that yeah, well. Yeah, he's really. been a bit quiet since he's come back. Isn't he? He's actually not yeah. allowed to badmouth. No, I thought he did. Well, I, I thought know, he was all right. Second half, he got round him a few times. I think if you're picking two as good as he had... You think back to him against Arsenal under the away the away fixture when he like flicked the ball over him and that he was lethal at that point, wasn't he? But it's a shame he got injured because it affected his flow a bit. But I agree. Yeah, Great through ball though for for obviously for the penalty. But I yeah. I know what you mean. I think he's a he'll, he'll, he'll get better once he's like uh, in the groove. Score prediction, Jack. I I just one one would be great to be honest. Take the draw, uh, Harry. I think we're going to lose two one. <sighs> Bayless. I was going to say 1-1 one, one draw, but I'll be a bit more optimistic and say 2-0 Wolves. 2-2 <laughs> two, two draw. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get your latest betting odds and ticket news. Hi, I'm Kelly, Chris Kamara. You're listening to the 77 Club, and it's unbelievable, Jeff. Hello, betting fans. Uh, <laughs> Every but, time, I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know, know why, why really. Yeah. I think it's just how creepy it sounds. <laughs> Puff, of course. Um, I've only got some scorecasts. There's obviously no boosts out yet. Cause there's quite a few. There's some games tonight when we're recording, and there's yeah. loads more games for us. Um, a few interesting scorecasts. I know a few of the lads are a bit more pessimistic, so I've got some Leicester ones too. Um, Harvey Barnes, if he's fit, former Albion. Albion reject. Yeah, former Albion. But him to score first and two one Wolves. We always go behind. Ninety-five to one. Actually, that's a good point. What was that stat that they gave out? We've give, we've got behind in eleven out of our last twelve league games. First, we've let in the yeah, first goal. Ridiculous. That's just shocking. I'm sorry. There's no I thought we'd gone behind in thirteen right. of our last. You can 12, talk about that so in your section when we're allowed back in the stadium, and you can talk about tickets. So, sorry, I was interrupting. Just, just <laughs> yeah. reminded me. Just reminded me how bad that was. What what I really don't want to happen is I don't want all the Wolves fans listening to get too excited about the fact we won because we'll be dragged back down to earth on the weekend probably but it's part anyway, of the fun it's like, being a pro- it's like being a Wolves fan again though isn't it with Jack's pessimism uh, one that actually looks a bit more likely and is a high price Tillemans to get the first goal 2-0 Leicester 75-1 to and then William Jose to score first 2-all draw 70-1 to and the absolute okay, no chance is Semedo to score first 2-0 Wolves 450-1 to oh wow god that is that is long he did have a Low. shot. He had a half-decent shot that Leno made a bit of a meal of against Arsenal. Jack, are you feeling confident about the bet you've had with Bayless? No, I was Three about goals. to say, I, I, might, I might pay out on that soon. Um, I've started thinking about what curry I'm having. <laughs> You'll pay out and he'll score a hat-trick against Albion. Well, that's the thing. It only takes one game, doesn't it? That's the thing. It only it takes one game. Yeah, three goals. Is, yeah. He has a few shots sometimes, doesn't he? Samedo, he'll pop up He's, with the odd shot from outside but, the box. But, I do, I'll I get know. on the edge of my seat. I'm like, please, 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 please. <laughs> But I've, I've realised that he, he's got like the finishing ability of Dendonka. So it's, it's not going to happen. Is it? Every, every shot he has is straight at the keeper. S- Celine Dion had saved the shots he has. <laughs> uh, Jack, have you booked anywhere? Um, had anything cancelled? Absolutely nothing. Bayless, have you had another holiday cancelled yet? Or are you... I'm still on for September. Looking, um, still looking good for September. I might try and go away at Christmas. That's quite a long way away. But uh, thinking about it. Where are you going? Might go to Austria over Christmas. It's quite nice snow on Austria. Christmas Day. Oh, we are still in lockdown, Bayless. Hmm? Did you see the? Did you see on the Boris said earlier that like 
he ain't even thinking about lifting restrictions yet because it's so bad. I was like, yes, I wasn't. Yeah. When we gonna, we're never getting back in the grounds again, I don't think. We'll be like no. 72. And they're, they're but the, the whole thing's been handled really well. So at least it's yes, I reckon we'll get to see oh, the blue. first game of next season. We'll be in the stadium. Yeah, I think that's probably more realistic than thinking we're going to watch anything this year. I so. sent my European Championship tickets, actually ticket news. I sent them back to UEFA because I thought <laughs> they, they changed the clause of the tickets. So I said, if you keep the tickets and the game gets played behind closed doors at Wembley, so I had tickets for uh, England versus Czech Republic, you'll get your money back. But if it changes venue, then you won't get your money back. So you could have been going to Azerbaijan for a game. Correct. (laughs) That's good of them. It's probably the safest thing to do, to be honest. And you lose money. Yeah. So there you go. That's my ticket news. Let's move on to... Whether you can decide who is your referee. Hi, I'm Steve Ball, and you're listening to the 77 Club. So it was after comments, well, Southampton put out, said they don't want to be refereed by either Lee Mason, who is good friends with Nuno, and Mike Dean. Is this just a publicity stunt, Harry? Probably, because I've, I don't know what the latest is on it, but they'll probably get fined, won't they, for asking that? You how you can't dare ask like to have referees not ref your games. So obviously, they get offended. But I saw the I didn't watch the game properly, so I didn't see all the controversial moments. But I did see a still of the offside, and you can see why they're upset just for that one. And I'm sure there's other decisions that happen, but you do feel like that, don't you? Sometimes we've had it. Obviously, Nuno felt it when when he got his fine of the comments he made, but. I don't think that you'd go in down a slippery slope, aren't you? If you start saying, "Yeah, I'm not having that referee ever for my game again," it's just—it's never going to happen. The thing is, when you look at that Dan, game against, I was going to say, should they be done for match fixing? <laughs> no, but when you well, look at that game, it, what's the difference from picking a referee that you want to? Well, it'll just be ignored, won't it? It'll just, it'll just be ignored. It's not match fixing. But when you look at the decisions Mike Dean had to make, the first one's definitely a red card. Like he's over the top; it could have broke his leg. The second one in the I law, don't think anyone's disputing that. The second that one in the rules, horrific. the second he's given a penalty, if he thinks it's a penalty, then he has to send him off. So what can he do? I mean, I know refs get a lot of stick, and sometimes rightly so, but you know, if you think that's a penalty and the bloke goes down, then you're giving the red. It's the same with what happened to Lewis. And that's, that's the game. So I don't know how they can Should blame we, Mike Dean. Can we also just point out from our game last night that the ball ended up in the North Bank and they gave a throw for... <laughs> I mean, that was just shocking, wasn't it? I mean, what, yeah. what was going on there? That was just, If you're ever looking for a conspiracy theory, like the ball clearly, I didn't even think for a second it, was, it wasn't even close. It went out for a corner and the ref gives a throw in. And then it's basically, it looks like he's about to book the Wolves players for kicking off about it. Like, that's shocking from our game. Like, so I don't think, we just need to improve the standard of the refs because some of them just aren't good enough. And we need to get rid of the stupid VAR calls because that offside last night for Southampton, I keep looking at the lines at the angle and I still can't tell... That that's definitely offside. Where are you drawing no. the lines from? What's the frame rate? What angle are you looking at it from? Because you've only got one angle. If you're telling me you're 100% certain that's offside, then it's an absolute joke. Get rid of it. It's a joke. Get rid of the stupid bloody dinosaur officials as well because they're part of the... Peter Walton, part of the problem, isn't he, Harry? BT still toeing the line. Said mm. even for that one, for the offside, he was saying, no, that's, that's not offside. Though it's quite a difficult decision. And then it came up with offside and you went, well, there you go. It's not good enough, is it? He's just yeah. there championing no. whatever is said. There wasn't a game just after we did a podcast a few weeks. My dad texted me saying, oh, Peter Walton has just said on BT Sport that it's a wrong decision. So he has done it. He has uh, gone against them like, on the rare occasion. But yeah, he, 
he just drones on as well, doesn't he? Like like Bailey said the other week, he's getting a fee just to pretty much agree every time what VAR give anyway, instead of giving you know his actual opinion and whether he thinks it shouldn't be. He's done it once the other week, but apart from that, every time I see him, he just goes along with it, doesn't he? There's no point. It's just stupid. The only way forward, if they want to keep it like it is, is we need to hear the justification for these decisions that they're giving. So you can hear in Stockley Park what they're doing, like, why they're like, doing it. Like you would with a yeah. rugby referee. Yeah, like with a rugby game. Or you can hear you can hear them say and you can hear them discussing through what they're talking about through their earpieces. So you can justify these decisions rather because the thing is, people look at this and they look at the offsides like last night against Southampton and the penalty, uh, the Southampton Man United game. And the trouble is, I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, I bet those decisions don't get given the other way around. And that's the problem. I think most of them we we That's the like issue. That. Yeah. If it's if it was for, if it was against Man United, I don't think it'd happen. I can't think of a sport where you don't hear it. Rugby, you do. Cricket, you do. Yeah. Tennis is just sort of Hawkeye, isn't it? But when the umpire talks, you hear it. There was that one clip where they went round a few years ago that we spoke about before on the podcast. They did it overseas, didn't they? Somewhere, and it was interesting. It was, yeah, it was Australia, wasn't it? Or somewhere. It was. Yeah. 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 What was the game the other day again? Where they gave a penalty and then realised it was outside the box so he overturned it are you just thinking back to the Albion game where they didn't even look at it it wasn't even like in contention no, yeah. so exactly yeah it's it's just consistency isn't it it's just really lacking. their argument is it has to be a clear and obvious error VAR isn't there to make decisions it's there to stop bad ones so I mean once the ref gave a penalty against Bolly for being in the box if you can't prove that it's totally out of the box they have to give it which I think it comes nonsense. down to the drawing lines mm. thing though doesn't it if, Dan if you want it to be right make it right yeah, 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 totally. I agree. It's nonsense. Just scrap it and go back to proper football, and yeah. you might get you'll get a couple of bad ones a year and a couple of good ones a year, and that's it. Well, that's that's why we're in the position that we're in now. Or isn't just it? use it for a mega clear offside, isn't it? Yeah, like if it's a mega clear offside, then fair enough, check it. But when it's doing like again the lines, just look at it at a glance. If he looks on, it's like yeah, don't get a line to see if his toe or something's offside. Scrap. Are it we there. in the territory of? having challenges like you would in tennis though Harry or uh, cricket of course to review is that you, you have a review rather than checking everyone they'd hate it, it, it I mean we, I can remember yeah I remember we, we, we made this argument when VAR first come in I remember us saying oh we're going to have like a free vote system where you get free chances to appeal stuff but I don't know I don't think that'll happen it'll become uh, a tactical thing as well then to be honest so it's not worth like it Jack says slows it down and at least with mm. cricket like if it's umpire's call it's umpire's call and everyone that plays the sport accepts that whereas no one does yeah. it in football no one cares, No one accepts what the ref decides you know you could be I like umpire's call you can be a millimetre of it hitting the wickets or not but if it's umpire's call it's umpire's call so we would never accept it football fans would never accept that no I think it would be alright if you've got a margin of error and rather than drawing lines and thinking if it's in within that margin of error and offside it goes with the on-field decision I think that's but good but the thing is Jack forward. one week you'd have the lino stick their flag up and go I think they're offside and they might be by that far and then the other week they don't do it but it'd then be classed as linesman's call and, it, and the goal counts so it's actually less consistent than what they're doing now but how, how far can you go back with that because you could say one week a referee may let a foul go and then you go and score from that passage of play and then the next week exactly. it's going to get pulled back so you, you're always going to be in that territory aren't you exactly it's nonsense it shouldn't have bothered it should just, be there for the just, goal lines and massive offsides I think you can't even just say massive offsides I think goal lines yeah it works well unless it's Sheffield United against Villa for some reason um, <laughs> and I, I don't want it being used for stuff like mistaken identity if they're saying the wrong player yeah. off I think yeah, that's yeah. fair enough 
But common these sense. Off, these offsides, man, and these penalty calls, just you just got to. I just rather scrap. So scrap it, and rather than change the law, or tweak it. No, because it doesn't matter what the law is. You still got this bunch of morons trying to apply them. So <laughs> it doesn't matter, does it? Like, it's, yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? And, and also, I mean, Bayliss has re- mentioned it previously in terms of you don't want it to be going down an American route of games getting longer. But the amount of times that our added time has been five minutes this season has been nothing like I've ever seen before. Mm. The time added on. Have you noticed recently in those games? It's, it's <laughs> always seems to, five minutes seems to. It used to be three, didn't it? That'd be about all the about time, the par. Yeah. But now it now it's easily five minutes. You used to get really excited as a kid if you saw five minutes go up of added time. You'd be like, oh, we're gonna, yeah. get one, get one. Now it's yeah. absolutely standard. Yeah. Unless you were Man United in the late nineties, early noughties, you were never getting five minutes. <laughs> no, that's a good point. Excellent. Right, we will leave that there and we will say goodbye to Harry Mansell. Have a good one, everybody. Enjoy yourself. And Dan Bayless. Yeah, goodbye, Wolves fans. And it's a goodbye from Jack Williams. To Rabbit. That's a goodbye for me. Goodbye. The seventy seven club. The Wolves Podcast for the Gold and Black Army. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.